Hi, and welcome to Captain's Corner, a podcast about community, mission, and culture. This podcast is a ministry of the Salvation Army of Tampa, where we exist because we believe every person can be the person God has called them to be. Also, please check us out at tampasa.org and go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at SalArmyTampa. And of course, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Today on the podcast, we have Horst Schultze, president and founder of Ritz-Carlton. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, friends. This is Captain Andy Miller. I'm here with a great honor to be here with Mr. Horst Schultze, who has led the Capella Hotel Groups. He helped to get all of the um, Ritz-Carlton hotels in place, so much so that they were recognized by Stephen Covey. And I've been greatly influenced by just a couple of the things that I, well, many of the things I've heard Horst say, I'm sure I'll be convicted to be a better leader after this short interview. So, Horst, thank you for being with us today. It's my pleasure. We have you here today to speak at our Doing the Most Good Luncheon, which is our annual event here in Tampa. So I just pulled him away for a few minutes to hopefully share with our podcast listeners, too. So, Horst, one of the interesting things that I've been really impacted by your speaking and leadership is the way you contrast mission and vision. Is that something you could elaborate on? Well, uh, uh, interesting enough, uh, every nearly every company in the annual report have a vision and a mission statement, and uh, which uh, generally throughout the year don't play much of a role. Uh, uh, sadly, on the other hand, also I see I all the time see that people confuse vision with mission. Mm-hmm. A vision is somewhere in the future, a dream that you have for the future for yourself. Yeah. Leading yourself, or leading your, or leading your organization, uh, that's where you. That's what you aspire. That's where you want to be. Right. And as a good leader, once you determine the vision, you have to question yourself: Is that vision good for all concerned? Right. In an organization, clearly, it, that is: Is it good for the investors? Is it good for the customer, the guest, the patient, whatever you call them? Is it good for the employee? And is it good for society? Hmm. If the answer is an unequivocal yes, then of course it's a great vision which you go after. And the mission is the things you do right now to get there, yes. to take you to that vision. So, uh, like when I when I started Ritz Carlton, the vision w- was that we will be the leading hotel company recognized as the leading hotel company in the world. The mission was to take care of each customer to become the, the leader in each in each uh, location where we are and so on so on so so with other words this once we accomplish that we will be the leader in the world so so there those are differences the important thing here and uh, it seems that's also dismissed by most companies the vision clearly have to serve all concerned in hmm. in as a leader in that moment you have no more moral right to compromise it. Interesting. You have no moral right, not for an individual, not for a situation, for nothing, because you are there as the leader to serve all concerned. So the vision is of extreme importance to guide you, to show you that's the compass, that's the, that's the true north, as Covey used to say. That's the true north, that is where we're going to go. And everybody in the organization has to be aligned. Mm. And the reason to, have to do anything, the reason to have a meeting, the reason to end for any function is to eventually accomplish that vision 
right. which then will be of value to all concerned. Now, you do some interesting things, too, in your company. Like, you're talking about alignment. You, every day, Ritz-Carlton employees, I, mean, I know in the Capella Group probably, too, That's you right. have a, a check-in. Is that sort of thing? Describe that process. They go well, over a, mis- a mission point. Yeah, that's correct. Well, uh, it has to do with the origin orientation of a new employee. Student, uh, when we uh, orient a new employee that is carefully selected, not hired, but selected, we then orient them the first day. The first day is an essential piece to who we are, what we believe, what we think, so that the employee knows it becomes part, not just fulfills a function in the organization, but becomes part of the organization. Right. We make them clearly aware of the, of the vision, clearly aware how they will benefit from the vision, clearly aware what we have to, what we have to do to get there. And we inform them very clearly what the guest wants from us, what the Mm -hmm. guest expects from us. The second day, we teach them 24 specific points which which support what we told them the first day and which we determined if we do those 24 points superior to the competition, we will be the leader in the world. Oh, interesting. So, those are clearly defined if you do those 24 points. They have to do with safety, they have to do with service, they have to be with, with attention, with reporting, and so on. But we know if we do those 24 points, we will clearly become the leader, understanding the market, understanding the customer, and so on. So if they're so important, we keep them alive. That means we don't just teach them the second day, we sustain that teaching by repeating one of those points every day. Every day. You cannot go to work in a 24-hour business, mind you, without being reminded today maybe of point 12 and and mind you in 24 days we remind you again of point oh, 12 oh awesome so does so everybody do this or is it just everybody a, everybody a, including including the CEO and include, including me you too I have yeah. to go through this yes do you and, do you lead the discussion some days not necessarily okay. sometimes uh, okay it, it, sometimes it's an employee who says I, I'm I feel strongly about this point I re, let me oh, explain interesting. it and so on so in every department before every shift we review you cannot go to work unless you hear the the basic of the day wow yes so we keep it alive if it is important we keep it alive sure so the Salvation Army our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and meet yeah. human needs in his name without discrimination we're in 130 countries and a lot of our our, our mission adapts to the needs of a community I just thought of this what is a mission that's what you do yeah, yeah. but where will it take you that's the vision where, where that will take you what is the result if you do this exceptional yeah, that's yeah. a mission, and you should. Sounds like a good mission. Yeah, yeah. If you do the exception, will it take you somewhere? I hope so. Well, that's a point. Yes, that, and that has to be accomplished. And we want. I mean, I think the Salvation Army, like we have a pretty broad goal. Like we want everybody in the world to come to know Jesus, and we want people to get out of poverty and homelessness and all those well, things. But yeah, I mean. Well, that's the vision. We hope. Like so, it's pretty. I, I know. I it makes me. <laughs> I, I don't meet with my our staff every day. I, that's where I feel a little conviction is that I need to do better at that because you're trying to give them an excellent experience in a hotel. I'm trying to get people into eternity, and I know you are too in many ways. I, so. I do too, yes. Well, in, in, in a way, um, I, in my age, I am uh, question myself, how do I finish well? Mm. And, and my... Uh, and of course, we all we all do that sooner or later. We all should do it uh, earlier, if you if you will. And, and, I'm, and Sherry, my wife... 
my great wife, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to underline that, uh, we decided uh, after agonizing, I mean, we have thought of all kinds of things, going to, going to Iraq and have Christians there, whatever, we have thought of all kinds of things. But we came to the conclusion we best do where our strength lies, and right. that is in the marketplace. Right. So, yes, yes. so I'm I, I'm uh, serving all over, I'm making speeches all over, and uh, and I, I make with it a living, which I have to still. But I, at the same time, I use it as a serving and 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 as a uh, take it a moment to to nearly covertly sometimes depends where I am, uh, uh, serve the Lord. Right. And uh, so it, I can always in between say something, even if I tell my employees, which I had which until recently I sold my company and have a hotel, let's say, in the Middle East, I cannot talk about Jesus. Right. But I tell them, look, here, don't ever call me on, on Friday mornings because that, that's when I go to, a Bible, go to a Bible class and learn about Jesus. Amen. So, they <laughs> no, are, they are, so I make a statement without, okay, it's nearly a covert mission, if I you I love will. it. And I hope I didn't come across, I, I don't ever want to be somebody who tries to say, like, oh, there's a spiritual and secular divide. No, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, no. I, know, I thank God that he's given you the leadership gifts well, and vision that well, you have. That was, that was the, the point of the Reformation. Amen. That, there you that, go. That, that was the point of the Reformation that everybody, not not only, not only the king and and some monks are close to right. God, but everybody can be close to God and serve God in their specific capacity. The priesthood of all believers. That's right. Hi, friends. I just want to take a minute here to tell you about the sponsor for our first season of Captain's Corner. Trade South is the Southern Territory Supplies and Purchasing Department. They are tasked with resourcing the field with products and services at the best negotiated prices. This is accomplished in a two-fold way to buy and stock products in volume, maximizing our collective purchasing power, and to negotiate discount vendor agreements that reflect the needs of the territory. TradeSouth stocks over 4,000 unique products in its Atlanta warehouse and offers over 5,000 more shipped directly through vendors. Visit TradeSouth at MyTradeSouth.com for vendor agreements, programs, you can visit discounts.mytradesouth.com. And I'll just add that TradeSouth has produced my two books, Stay the Course and His uh, Holistic Hospitality. You can find those there, and I always refer people to that site because I'd rather people leverage their dollar at a, a site where the kind of the net income is going to go to support the Salvation Army's mission. And so I just encourage you to check out this site. Jeremy Roll and his team have done a great job really bringing the Salvation Army's trade concept into the 21st century with their website and their great customer service. So check them out at MyTradeSouth.com. Now back to our program. Well, you know, you have an interesting story too with the Salvation Army. That's right. So yeah. t- tell us that. Yeah. It was, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Here I'm, I'm sitting with the CEO of the Capella Hotel Group, the former CEO of the Ritz Carlton, internationally known, but yet God brought the Salvation Army into your life in a unique yeah, way. Yeah, so very, yeah, there was, and I've never forgot it, and it's, it's, it's always close to my heart. You cannot forget it because. I, uh, uh, frankly, it, it was because of my uh, heavy sinning that I ended up without a heavy sinning. Yeah, heavy sinning. yeah. Okay, gotcha. a young okay. one, eighteen-year-old, typical well, sin, so partying, partying, and, oh, and, and, and screaming and, and spending all my money. But then, together with a friend, uh, we had worked on a ship. We 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 came off because we had, frankly, we had a contract in Switzerland to go to Switzerland, but that wasn't due for a few weeks. Yeah. We spent our money. And we ended at the railroad station in Frankfurt, Germany. Okay. Okay. Hungry, 
Yes. No, no shelter, nothing, no more money. Okay. So we went to the Catholic uh, Railroad Mission, and they kind of said, this is for poor people, and they threw us out, basically, and not for kids. And, right. and we went to the, 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 the Protestant, to the Lutheran there, if you will, Evangelisch, and the same thing happened. And then we saw a sign there, there was the Salvation Army Railroad Mission. We went in, and they immediately said, you, what do you need about me? Well, we, are, we are hungry, we have no place to sleep. And said, there's a shuttle, go on the shuttle, it takes you to the shelter. We went to the shelter, and it was it was just great. We got, which was an old uh, air raid shelter, and so right. it was turned into a shelter. A very small but very clean uh, cabins, if you will, yeah. and which which I shared with my friend. And uh, they said, "Okay, we're going to have we're going to have uh, we're going to eat in an hour." Yeah. We went. There was a good meal. I mean, really, a real good meal. I mean, we were nearly finished eating, they came to us and said, the shuttle will take you in half an hour. Where? To your work. Oh, there you go. Get <laughs> yes. to work. <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> oh, whoa, we have to work. So, Amen. So that was 18 years old. I mean, uh, and um, and we, we went in to the, to the shuttle and it took us to the fruit market where we had to unpack, un unload Banana stouts. There you go. Hang them on to to hook, which took into the ripening cellar. Down. Oh <laughs> so wow! We were working the, the whole night. Believe me, my back was aching. I'm sure it I was. Had, I had earned, but that was the right thing, exactly Amen. the right Amen. thing to do, and and that open arm immediately, but an open arm with and there was purpose immediately yes. there. Yes, it was just remarkable, and I could never forget it. And uh, Frankly, I'm, and very sincerely, I remember it every Christmas when I see the Salvation Army bellering us, and I said, oh, I oh, better remember that, because they took care of me, I better take care of that. Well, that highlights kind of two things that I think are important yeah. about the Salvation Army. One is, I believe our ministry is a hospitable ministry. Yeah. The kind of the word goes back to Greek origins of love of strangers, xenophilos, that we welcome strangers. You were a stranger yeah. to us in that moment. And the other piece that I think is interesting is that you never know where God's going to lead. Yes, and that yes. you also, you needed to participate wow. in, you were in a low place, but you needed to participate in getting out of it. We don't think we should just give people a place to sleep for the yeah. night. We want people to get out of homelessness. Yeah, well, I was, I, I was, uh, I was really into work and I appreciate and was very active immediately to, to look for a job for a few days. They happened to be in Frankfurt a, an exhibition, large convention, huge convention, citywide, and they needed waiters every, everywhere. So right. five days later, we found a waiter job. We were back, and then three weeks later, we were on our way to, to Switzerland to the jobs that we had pre-arranged. Right. But in the meantime, you could never forget, we were lost and a little bit panicked. Right. And we were, there wasn't a question who we are, how old we are, what we, there was a, just like an open arm. Come in, here's the shuttle, we take care of you. And when we saw the, the truly clean, fresh washed sheets on the bed, believe you me, that was a relief. Okay. And then, yeah. A preview but, of coming but, Ritz Carlton but, Hotel. But right we worked there. all day, we worked all night long till four o'clock in the morning, oh, then, no. went back, then went back. <laughs> Then went back and had a good sleep, and 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 whereas it was respected too, and again good right. food. It was just a, a, a remarkable service to somebody who needed not 
do you really need it? Not an analysis of us, an analysis right, sure, of sure. Earth, but an acceptance of us as human beings, right. no matter how old we were in the moment. I love it. You know, last yeah. night, just in America, not counting internationally, we had 125,000 people who stayed in a Savage Army bed last night. Wow. And, wow. you know, I don't know if we have the next Horst Schultze in one of those beds or not, but that doesn't matter. That because, doesn't matter, like, yeah. our sense... Now, this is one thing I'll shift here a little bit. We adapted your line which is so powerful to me that everybody at Rich Carlton is a ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen and what we've said now this probably won't go as far as yours did but that we're people loved by God serving people loved by God and that's yeah. why we served you in Germany. I say yes. we as if I was there. But oh, you sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Indirectly, yeah. That's what the organization does, sure. And that's why we we're doing... So could yeah. you tell us a little about the ladies and gentlemen, service ladies and gentlemen concept? Well, yes. That goes back to my very childhood. I was... For some reason, in a small village in Germany, I didn't know what a hotel was, but I... For some reason, which we never understood, I begged my parents to work in the hotel business. Then I wanted to become a waiter, cook, and so on. But not in a restaurant, in a hotel restaurant. For, okay, I don't okay. know why. So they inquired uh, government uh, support is there for career advice. And they found, they found that the best thing is to find a job for me in the best hotel in the state, which unfortunately was 120 miles, oh, wow. kilometers away from home. But my parents learned that it's the best. So... They took me there to start working there, li- living in a in a dorm room with other kids and so on, of okay. course. And but before we got there, of course, I was advised and, and admonished by my parents, typical parents, typical that time. This would never be anything for us. This is only for very important people. This hotel, oh, we could never go on there. Go there. The people who go there are fine ladies and gentlemen, not oh, not our thing. So, when I started there, the channel manager said the same thing to us. This is only for very important people behave yourself accordingly and so on we are here to serve and they are very important uh, so I started working and uh, typical German upbringing Wednesdays I went to hotel school after two years uh, working as a busboy and, and, and which meant washing dishes and everything at yeah, the yeah. time uh, after two years the, the teacher asked us what do you now feel about this hotel business Write an essay about it. Oh, interesting. And it's not only our hotel, it's all the hotels from the region there. So three pages give me a feeling. Okay. And, and so going back, of course, you think what I'm going to write about. When I worked in the restaurant again, I suddenly felt the maitre d', our manager, our, uh, who was in charge of all the food and beverage in the hotel, walked in. And it, because when he walked into the restaurant, he could, you knew it because right. he, he was a man of excellence. Oh, in fact, he told us, don't come to work for work, come to work to create excellence. Oh, of course, wow. as a kid at the time, that went over my head, but right. it always stood with me then, nevertheless. So I saw him approach a table and I realized, for the first time that I realized, it, it was there before, but the first time it, I saw it, the guests that he approached were proud that he came to the table. Wow, and the next table too. And when I contemplated that, I want, wanted to write the essay around that because I then clearly saw that these people were proud because of his excellence. Wow. Because of the excellence that this man brought, this uh, fabulous ch- uh, gentleman, this fabulous man, and the, the explanation, the, 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 the charm in which he had, the, the, the honesty in which he had, and everything. 
and for the first time I realized, wow, I was told in the village that this is an embarrassing thing that I'm doing. And the contrary, if I do it excellent, like he does, I will define myself as excellent. So I I realized all of a sudden that at work I can define and that I'm I'm also a gentleman. Amen. And so I wrote I wrote not only the rich people that were there, but I can define myself. In fact I will be respected as he was respected if I'm excellent at what I'm doing. For the first time I understood what he meant come to work to be excellent. Right. And so I wrote the SA around, SA around it and I named it We Are Ladies and Gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. I stated clearly in there, if we are not, we, it, we, we are the ones who sentence ourselves to be less. Interesting. Or we are, we are establishing that we are excellent right. and defining ourselves as, as excellent. So that was kind of the gist of the paper. Uh, I was, uh, it was highly uh, uh, rated as okay. the only A I ever had. So, <laughs> so the only the, A. The, the only A. a. Okay. Not, never before, never after. Okay. <laughs> but it's so consequently because of the, the fuss around it, uh, the, the, the teacher read it in the class and so on. Because of that, it stayed with me. And I consequently, when I started Ritz Carlton, uh, made that a model of our company. Wow. Very clearly defining, it says, we are ladies and gentlemen. We are not servants. Right. We are ladies and gentlemen, unless we sentence ourselves to be servants. Wow. And at the, at the same time, clearly stating to every management, every employee is a lady and gentleman, not only you. Yeah. Everyone is. We are all equal ladies and gentlemen and not servants. Right. And we treat each other, respect each other accordingly, unless we don't deserve it. Right. Amazing. I, that, that's a very powerful concept. Yeah. The other other piece, I know we just have a few more minutes, but I wanted to highlight, you made a distinction that I've done in all my employee orientations. Like, for instance, right now we'll have maybe more than 100 bell ringers coming in to work with us, and they don't get paid too much. Yeah. But I try not to say, as a result of hearing this from you, that you've been hired. No. Instead, that we select people and that we have we try and instill <laughs> dignity with exactly. them at that time. Exactly. Well, uh, we... We made it very clear we don't hire people; we select people. And we, we, what we actually did, we went created a needed profile for each job job category category okay. that we had, and we hired again. This we selected against that profile, and and, and 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 which resulted in the fact that we had, for any job, we had to interview about ten people before we wow. hired them. That is selection, and what uh, and of course we we, we related to about this in the in the first day of orientation saying I want you to know you're special right you're not just anybody you're special you have the talent to be successful in what you're doing you have the talent to be successful period you're a fine human being we selected you for that Amen. yeah and so of course uh, trying to give them uh, recognition and pride and dignity from day one right and that is that was very successful uh, that selection I uh, unfortunately, in my business, the turnover of employees is so traumatic is it? that often we hire people uh, in this industry that hardly, that uh, there's no selection, so there's a hiring in order to fill a job. That, but that is why the turnover is so Right, much. sure, sure. So what comes first, the chicken or the egg? I yeah, mean, sure. Clearly, that's one of those cases, yeah. Well, I, I know we have to get going here, but I'm so thankful for your ministry 
as an executive and leadership thank and the way you. you you've impacted my leadership and I just want to thank yeah. you and so it's indeed a pleasure yeah. yeah thank you God bless you horse thank you Thank you for joining us for another episode of Captain's Corner. Join us next week when we have Dr. Brent Waters, the Stead Professor of Ethics at Garrett Evangelical Seminary. If you'd like to learn more about us, feel free to check us out at tampasa.org and go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at Sal Army Tampa. And of course, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. See you next time.